Welcome to a special mini pod of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Catchem, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. <laughs> I am DRJ. Only known as? DRJ. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as K. Diddy. Take that. All right. Oh, <laughs> Keep forgetting so, how long his intro is. Nigga, my man with the longest intro. Your intro you got gotta like be clocking for the. Dude, my, got like fifty eleven AKs. Dude, be trying to be all smooth and shit. And then you vamp okay, afterwards. Yeah, be like, hey, damn, that shit was good. <laughs> <laughs> it made my nipples hard. Goddamn. Hey, I'm just saying. Sometimes. <laughs> You don't need to share that information with us, brother. That's you can keep that to yourself. That's between you and your nipples, right? Whatever. Remember early on when <laughs> every time Ken heard nipples with tassels. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had a tassel face for me. I forgot about the tassels. I forgot about the tassels. Hey, the tassels be lit though, fam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're dropping this little mini pod for y'all. Um, we were using Tech File Cinema throughout the pandemic, well, the beginning of it when we didn't have any sports. Um, and we kind of enjoyed doing that. So we're bringing that back in a mini format, um, just reviewing live documentaries or sport series that are on air. So we're starting with Hard Knocks since um, the first episodes have appeared, or I shouldn't say appear, but have uh, aired. There's the A word. Showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> Thin air. But, Damn, um, this is a good ass show. Let me look at that. <laughs> but since that's what's on TV right now, we decided to start with that. Uh, let us know what other shows you like to hear us do. We were thinking things like um, Last Chance You, since there's a new season of that, Undertaker Last Ride, you know, things like that. So let us know what you like to hear us do after Hard Knocks. So since the first two episodes are out, we'll be doing the first two in review today. So Let's get into it, shall we? Yes. Episode one. It starts off with uh, Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn talking to all his players on Zoom, and it made me think of Eric going, this looks terrible. (laughs) 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 Zoom calls with multiple people are just, yeah. They had like 95 people on that damn call. Like, (laughs) Hey, coach, hey, coach, hey, coach, hey, coach. Wait a minute, I'm finna mute all (laughs) y'all real quick. Like, if you want to talk, wait, raise your hand, goddammit. Like, <laughs> they got a button. Man, he had to answer every single question. And that little montage made that seem like that conversation went on for hours. Exactly. Hours. Uh, but later on, Anthony Lynn did reveal that he had COVID-19. Uh, before the show aired, nobody knew that about him. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like breaking on air that he had it and when he was talking about why he got tested i was like huh i wonder how many people don't realize what some of the symptoms are of this you know virus yeah and then i'm glad he got tested and found out because as he said like he could have been just out here real bad infecting a lot of people so yeah it's wild that he got the idea to get tested by watching golf golf (laughs) i seen a golfer like, oh yeah i'm having these body aches and pains and 
sound like me. Right. Well, I've been going through the oh. same thing lately. It was like WebMD, but in golf form, where he was just like, I got them same symptoms. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I got that. moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It's funny, because that's such a, like, 50-year-old black man way to do it, too. Like, man, uh... <laughs> I got the. I think I got the Rona. I got the Rona. <laughs> goddamn it! Like, like, you got a little cough and shit. Like, mm-hmm. like you been coughing the same way I've been coughing. Let me. Maybe I should go get checked out. <laughs> man, he just sounded like old say, black say man. I got the Rona. He sounded like that when he was talking about grilling too. Talking about some, you know, I, I'd rather be smoking uh, on the grill but, uh, than instead of smoking and, and playing dominoes. I was, like, you know what? I was with him there though. Like the the grass, the gas grill, like the food don't taste. It doesn't taste the same. It like, don't. You need, yeah, it don't. You need a little bit of smoke, uh, smoke poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I agree with you though. Thanks. And then, and then they were also showing just how both the Rams and the Chargers training camps were getting set up due to the COVID. Like, how, what did y'all think about? Well, one, the differences between the two and how they were going about it, and then just the measures they were taking to ensure that their players could be safe. I think the first thing that came to mind with me was like seeing like all the disinfectant and the Clorox wipes. I'm like, oh, so that's where all that shit is going. <laughs> so like, I can't find it nowhere. Um, Impossible. <laughs> but no, I, I think that given, I don't know, I guess it kind of highlights like how decentralized everything is with the NFL. Like they're kind of just leaving the teams up like to kind of like fend the for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Like, good luck. Like, that seems the direction that they got from the NFL versus the NBA, where everything was literally centralized. Like, they brought everybody to the same place. Everybody's under the same protocols. Um, Like, and that's not even necessarily a value judgment at this point. It's just, it's interesting, like, the different approaches that the two leagues took, um, which then trickled down to two different approaches, essentially, that the two teams took. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think that either is necessarily wrong. Like, it seems like both are seem to be taking it seriously. Um, and throughout the thing, like, they've been hitting home, like, wear your mask, wear your mask. Like, remember to put your mask up. Like, you know, like, they're actually taking it seriously. Um, so that that's good to see because I was concerned, especially after the various outbreaks within the Major League Baseball. Like, mm-hmm. these teams are doing what they need to be doing, at least up here that they are agree with that one of the standout people on the first episode to me was uh rams rookie dante is it dayton is that you say his last name dayton you said what i thought it was dayon is it dayon 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 he was screaming and I'm like, dog, go sit your ass. <laughs> like, the way he was talking, it was like he was already on the team. Like, dude, you yeah. right. you better be seen, not heard. Like, <laughs> Or you better be knocking these balls away and laughing the whole time, bro. Don't be letting nobody come up on you. Like, oh, catch all these passes on you, bro. Man. He's like, dude. <laughs> definitely Man. need to relax. For some reason, Aaron Donald got his shirt off in like every other scene in Hard Knocks. You I've know noticed. That's because he's been working out. He's he been trying to flex. He's like, hey, Man. camera's here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't knock the hustle. I can understand. Because I was, I was like, his, this goes back to what we talked about a little bit on episode 162 with like just how athletes are treated mm-hmm. at certain times. Like kind of like, I guess, meat market a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
Yeah, that man, that man stayed with his shirt off. And if I worked, like, if you work that hard, you deserve to be able to have your shirt off whenever you want to. You work that hard to walk around with your shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you do it. You want to walk around with your shirt off. Like, I remember my guy from high school, like, he started working out, like, years ago. And, like, as soon as his results started coming in, like, I never saw that dude with a shirt on. (laughs) Like, he was in the barbershop in a beater. I'm like, (laughs) I can't even even say nothing. Like, you you put the work in Right. Yeah, but uh, Dion was trying to move his locker room from the projects to the suburbs, <laughs> which that man, I was like that man, mouth don't stop. But he made me Dude, laugh. Like I was, was cracking talking, up. He was talking the first about. episode, sure. <laughs> we on the first episode, Nick. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and to, that's the first time I've seen Tim be speechless. Like, <laughs> and, no, he, he, yeah, nothing to say. No, yeah, he was just like, hey, it's cool. I'm going to let it live. Yeah, hey, it's cool. <laughs> he used to take <laughs> He lived to take L. Chris Paul uh, gift. Like... Right. Exactly <laughs> that gift. Exactly that gift. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other scene in the first episode that had got me was... Um, when Jalen Ramsey of the Rams, the cornerback, when the media members were asking him about his contract, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, my agent is working with it on the fr- with the front office. I don't have too much more for you." Well, how do you feel about not having your contract? Is that something important to you? My agent and the front office are working on my contract. But how do you feel about your? And then he just he got fed up. Did y'all think he was wrong for how he reacted? No, not at all. Because I mean, like initially. Like you said, if I gave you, I gave you an answer. You're trying to dig, okay? Block that one. You came at me again with another question. Okay, cool. But then the chick coming back. You know what? No, that's actually a really good question. What about your contract? You know, you want to be like, bro? No. You seen me tell him no, him no. You go turn around and ask the same damn question. No, third time's not the charm. I'm gonna get on up and scurry on out of here. <laughs> so y'all find out what y'all gonna do. Cause y'all can ask me anything else, but what I've answered three times already. And it's like. When he walked off, it wasn't necessarily that he like walked off mad. Like he sat there, he answered the question, he said what he was gonna say, he waited, nobody asked him another question. He's like, all right, cool, I'm out. Thank you. Like yeah. if they still wanted to ask him questions, they should have asked him questions. Like if you're just gonna be silent, like we have no reason to be here. <coughs> so, I don't I don't have a problem with it. Like Marshawn does it, like I'm you know, I'm just here so I'm gonna get fine and people to find it endearing. So if he keeps giving the same answer to the same question, like you know that the the last dance documentary really put some things in perspective for me. Like watching Michael Jordan go from city to city being asked the exact same question in every single city mm-hmm. over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand that level of irritation. Like I'm not saying Jalen Ramsey is getting asked the same question to that level, but that made that uh documentary made me realize like how irritating that can be for a player and like I can't fault them for eventually being like stop asking me the same question like I told like I already told you what I was going to say the answer is not changing so let me enjoy what I need to be enjoying right now let me do my job and get on and then they also had showed uh Joey Bosa getting his contract and he got all emotional (laughs) (laughs) it's a big eye roll you made my head hurt man (laughs) (laughs) Bosa's demeanor versus on the field versus his demeanor off the field is completely different. 
it seems healthy. I would hope that uh, you'd be able to have that level of juxtaposition on and off the field as a football player. It just seemed to me like he don't like his teammates, like the way he was interacting with them. Like, <laughs> yeah, he don't it's dry ass conversations. Like, they're like, oh, what you gonna do with your money? Like, I don't know, I might buy a boat. <laughs> and then they all cracking jokes. He's like, yeah, cool. Like, he just, like, he seemed like me with my, with my team, with my uh, coworkers. Like, I'm, I'm talking to y'all because we work together, but you're gonna get this dry conversation. <laughs> <laughs> do people really try to talk to you on a regular basis at work? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, I can see that. They got a bet to see who can make you talk the most. Who can actually hold a conversation with them for longer than five seconds? <laughs> like, I'm cordial, but I don't get too deep with it. Hey, I don't blame you yeah. on that. And if I got a $100 million contract, I can definitely want to talk to anybody. But they all in your pockets, too. Yeah, they know exactly that how much you That was irritating. I was like, yeah, that probably... Bother me like hey, yeah money man money man yeah 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 what we uh I'm like nah <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about this for the whole practice but this I mean like practice. when when your uh when your pockets are like a ESPN push notification like it kind of changes things like mm-hmm. how would you that, feel about that Ken if somebody asked you about every two seconds all your teammates bro you play and you was yeah if all your teammates and them Eric them roll up on you when y'all was playing football hey money man money man. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's irritating, bro. Like, all right, y'all know I'm making the money I make. Just move around, you know? It would. I don't want to hear that shit every five minutes. I'm broke, nigga. You just know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got on ESP and them niggas live. Like, you donated it. Bro. Put it in the bit exchange. Oh, with the, uh, what did you do? Put it in, uh, oh, we do Bitcoin thing. What would, cryptocurrency. Oh, that, that Bitcoin? No, I ain't doing that shit. Nah, I, I need my, I need my cash in, my, in cash. I'm not trying to, Hey, I don't want no parts today yet. Mm-mm. The market too volatile for me. Uh, and then also in the first episode, they were showing the Chargers quarterback competition a little bit. So you had their rookie, Justin Herbert, who was looking pretty good. As I forget which player it was. But he's like, he throw a good ball, man. Like, it's a good ball. Like I love his balls. Yeah, I love, I love the balls. <laughs> you look down like, you say you love his balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. Uh, meanwhile, Tyrod Taylor, he's less like a respected leader from everything that they were saying on the uh, episode and just based on what you can see just on the internet, it looks like Tyrod is going to go into the season as the starter. Um, but I mean, especially without real game reps. like Exactly. And that's not a bad thing. Situation. Yeah, it's not a bad thing for Justin Herbert to be on the bench in his first year, like especially once again in this current environment. Yeah. I also thought it was kind of cool seeing Tyrod on the call uh, when they showed the players who were talking to, I forget what other player it was, about the his differing opinions. Or... Yeah, differing opinions on like kneeling and standing and the movement itself. And it was really cool just to see a little snapshot of how teammates are handling those conversations internally. And seeing Tyrod there too, also like, oh yeah, this is why y'all say he a leader too. Like he's in these conversations. Mm-hmm. So. Stuck around, you know, just make sure that there's some clarity, if there's anything, any confusion. Had a couple other teammates stick around, you know, show some support, you know, and it's cool because they was like, now that now you know, <laughs> now you know, now you can respond correctly yeah. if need be, or if anybody say anything about what you got going on, I got you because we've educated you, and you know, now we got you. Like it okay, could be good. just like a product of like their editing, but like it felt like there wasn't like a co, uh, I don't want to say coherent, but like I just feel like he was getting differing contradictory instructions because like some people are like it's not about the flag and then some people are like well we are protesting the flag but you know what i mean like it's like 
either it is or it, it's just kind of, I don't know, like make sure that the people that are instructing people that want to be educated are actually educated on the subject themselves and not just kind of like flying off the hand, not flying off the handle. Cause it isn't like they were like emotional about it. It's just like, I feel like you can probably confuse somebody by giving them contradictory information yeah. when you when your goal is to kind of like educate them. I would agree with that. That's right. Overall, what did y'all think of the first episode of Hard Knocks? Did it, did it, did it make you be like, man, I can't wait till next week. Or were you like, eh, it's fine. I would say it was, I couldn't wait till next week, but it also helped me. This first episode actually helped me feel a lot more comfortable with what the NFL got going on because of the COVID protection. So I watching it, especially episode one, because they did, they dug like a little bit more into mm-hmm. how they making sure everything is safe and clean. I was like, you know what? They might have a chance. So they get it tested <laughs> and everything. They might have a chance. Yeah. I do wonder if these teams being on hard nights kind of made them be- make sure that they're doing what they need to be doing. And if like with the other 30 teams, like are they as diligent about, you know, mask and social distancing? Like I'm sure everybody's doing the testing that they're supposed to be doing, but like mm-hmm. it felt like these teams, like every shot, like there's somebody with a mask on, <laughs> you know, like they made sure whether it's through editing or if that's actually how it is on the ground, but like everybody was masked up and like there were really there were signs everywhere about social distancing, mm-hmm. like they had the little armbands, like everything. Like I, I just hope that it's consistent across the board, is I guess what the point yeah. that I'm trying to make. The one thing I was having trouble with, more so in episode two. Um, but it's like keeping the team straight, like who's on what team, like their yeah. color schemes are yeah, similar. What, like there just isn't enough. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like there just isn't a, enough like to differentiate. So I'm like, and again, I'm getting ahead of it because I think this was episode two, but like they had the DBs all together from the Chargers. And I'm like, damn, they got a cold secondary. And I'm like, and they got Jalen Ramsey. And I'm like, wait, nope. Another team. <laughs> like, <laughs> so... I did, I did enjoy it. Like, even as somebody that doesn't really care for football itself, um, like, I liked it. It The feel of it made me think of, like, a cross between, like, ballers and the game. Um, <laughs> just, like, okay, like, I see, like, where, like, the real life intersects with, like, the fictionalized versions of it. And so, like, that was entertaining, at least. I hear you. Cam, what did you feel about the first episode? Did it make you want to tune in continuously? Yeah, I, I actually were. I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Like, I wouldn't do it just like, okay, I'm watching it just for the pod. But like, I actually really like enjoyed it in the long run. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna tune in for the rest of the season. I mean, like you said, you kind of got to now, but I feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel the energy though. Um, I've been a Hard Knocks fan since I could get HBO to watch the show. Like, I've always loved this show, and um, I'm happy it's back. It did make me feel like Tim said more comfortable. And it made me also think of something that Eric mentioned about the fact that football is going to go on. Like, next man up is their mentality regardless. So before, on previous episodes of the pod, I was talking about, like, how I don't think there's going to be an NFL season or mm-hmm. I'm not going to get myself excited about anything because it's not going to happen. But they're going to do this. And watching Hard Knocks just reiterated the fact that they're going to be doing this. Like, uh, when Coach Lynn had mentioned the fact that the team that can handle COVID the best as well as just on the field, like they're going to be in the best position to win. And I was Which like, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's very here true. Here we going to go. So that wraps up episode one. Mm-hmm. 
episode two, since, you know, we, we, the mini pod is an extended mini pod this week. <laughs> extended mini don't even make sense. That don't even it sound don't. right. It, it don't. It, really, it don't make no sense. It's for the, it's for the world, though. <laughs> so episode two, some of the things that stood out to me in that one. So they were focusing a lot on Austin Eckler, who is the Chargers running back, about his story. He was an undrafted free agent in 2017. He used the preseason to really make his mark and make the team, and now he just got a new contract this past offseason. And, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, shifty. He's shifty. And the point they were driving home was just like how much more difficult it's going to be for undrafted and French roster players to make NFL rosters this season because of COVID. And that's something I had just not thought about. Like, I just did not think about the fact that losing preseason means hundreds and like guys are losing the chance to show that they belong in this league. Ditto. Um, they also show just like players and staff adjusting to playing during COVID. We mentioned Justin Herbert in episode one and how he was showing that he had, you know, he has some, some skills some talent, but they were mentioning this episode that he needed to find his voice a little bit more. Um, they said it, College, he ran a system where he was just in a shotgun most of the time. You know, organ. Organ. Yep. <laughs> Come on, bro. It's just no, it's, a, it's a track team. All you got to do is sit in shotgun all damn day. <laughs> <laughs> we communicated and, and claps, which was interesting to me. And now he has to learn a whole pro style offense, which once again, probably a good thing that he's not expected to start this season. Mm-hmm. The silent cadence is all. It's funny because even with like the kids when I was coaching, we used to use like silent counts or snaps or points or just body movement just to kind of throw off the defense. Because you, like yeah. you said, you want to give your offensive line a chance to be able to at least push off the ball and be able to get you, get the blocks engaged, give you a shot. Now let me ask y'all this question. So when he was doing his uh, cadence, Coach Lynn was talking about like that you're giving the calls away. Like I can tell if you're running a pass or a play. Did y'all hear any differences in his cadence? Like, did, you, was, did your ear catch I didn't go back difference? and rewind it. I no. should have. I thought about it. I was like, I do want to hear. Because it did sound like he was saying it's soft. But I was like, eh. But I didn't go back and re-listen. I should have went back and re-listened because I wanted to know if there was a difference. But I think they only showed one play. And they, they, like did, two no, they showed two. two. They did show yeah. two? <clears throat> and I was listening. And I was like, yeah, I don't have an NFL ear. Like, mm-hmm. like it just didn't, it didn't sound yeah. too much different to me. Yeah, what you said, what can? No, I'm saying it definitely sound the same, but I couldn't tell like any uh, different. But that like attention to detail kind of reminds me of like uh any given Sunday when the dude's like mm-hmm. if his knuckles turn white, that means that he's pass rushing. It's like you any little edge that you can get, like mm-hmm. they're taking it. So it's like if you have any tail whatsoever, like you gotta have a straight poker face. That's for everybody, though. They're like running backs. If you lean, they be like, mm-hmm. oh, he going this way. <laughs> like wide receivers, the same thing. Or if they come off the ball slow, as a receiver, if you come off the ball slow, like, oh, he blocking. So then let me go, it must be a run play. Or if you come off the ball quick, like, oh, he must be going to get the ball. <laughs> so yeah. it's just anything. It's wild. That level, like you said, attention to detail is, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, I know this is something that interested you, uh, Eric. Uh, Jalen Ramsey buying his house now, or going house shopping, I should say. Yeah. Now, like just, oh, sorry, I want to preface this because you've gone through the home buying process, and I'm not sure if because you know this man is also famous, but I did not know that they would stage houses to that level of detail for somebody. Me neither. No, like, you can have no. money for all that. Like, no, that, I was gonna creepy. say <laughs> that. That's that's something. 
that only happens when you buy like a couple million dollar home. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, how y'all get these family pictures though? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all painting on the wall and shit. Like, how y'all know I want this color here, bro? Do I gotta turn around? And like, no, y'all can get that off. I liked it before y'all put the all the thank yous and the love. I appreciate it. Blah, 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 you know. <laughs> I was like, that's dope. I was like, damn, like, ain't nobody going to try to swoon me to get a house. Man, you know what? That, that's a goal. You want to swoon me to buy your house. <laughs> Again, you always argue against yourself. You're like, ain't nobody finna swoon me. And then it's like, I want that though. Like, hey, I mean, right now at this moment, ain't nobody swooning me, but you know. He said, I want you to try. I want you to <laughs> Let me feel special. Right, let me mm-hmm. try. Leave me some peppermints or something. <laughs> That's what I tell you if you walk in the house and they got some peppermint. I mean, in the at least I know that you can't. Oh, this a shit. Hotels leave them on your pillow. <laughs> I ain't had a hotel do that in so long. I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't want to do it now, though. You know, you're grown. Grown a mint. They're going to walk in there like, hey, baby. They got peppermint in this motherfucker. It's a sign. It's a sign. This the what? Give me a now. That's the room. That's the room. Mm-hmm. This is where we're supposed to be at. This thing like you had me at peppermints looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um Rams offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth. He mentioned that his whole family actually had COVID. I also didn't realize he was 38. He appeared mm-hmm. in a, a former or a former season of hard knocks. Like from your fourth season to your fifteenth, and you're still here. That's crazy though. That's, That's dope. crazy. But he said that his family called it because his nanny just went out to lunch with a friend, which he said isn't innately like a dangerous or risky proposition. Okay. It is right now. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing. I'm you like, really supposed to be doing that. But. All she I, did was go out for lunch. Like, yeah. And probably didn't social distance. Didn't have a mask on. Like, and he said that he's like, you know, maybe she, she had a mask or maybe she didn't for a second. You know, you know, I'm like, you keep saying shit that you're not supposed to do. <laughs> like, all of this shit you're not supposed to do. Well, I don't think it was being stupid or anything or a big deal. Oh, you got Rona from it. <laughs> like, everybody. 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 Your whole everybody. house. Your household and hers. And Go then their parents right. came or someone mm. said a parents came and they had it too, didn't they? It was her It was her parents. Her parents came over to quarantine with the family because they figured they might get it soon too. And guess what? They has oh. got it too. They had a Rona <laughs> A whole Rona party. It was a I, whole Rona. Because she wouldn't have had lunch. But it wasn't yeah. that, you know, it wasn't stupid or nothing. And they probably, it, the food probably wasn't even good. They probably went to some, some weekend. It was at Chili's and shit. And they had yeah, a disappointing with, lunch. With Applebee's. <laughs> they was mad they didn't even Apple eat the shit. Get your food At least I want a gourmet meal if I'm going to catch Rona from it. Shit. Okay, first. Hey, shit. First, Tim want peppermints at his house to know that it's the one he's supposed to buy. And now you want lobster for the Rona. See, y'all niggas is tripping. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I think what he was, y'all, are, I agree with y'all points. I think what he was trying to say is that the, the notion around it is that people are catching it from doing things like going to parties or uh, going to the bar and drinking or sneaking off to Pato or whatever the case may be. <laughs> But he was, I think what he was trying to say is it was as simple as somebody could think like, I'm just going to meet with this one person in this one yeah. place and then I'm going back home to continue doing what I normally do. And even yeah. uh, the Chargers coach, 
uh, Seth Ryan, who had the false positive, where he was like, how, how could I have it? All I do is go home and come back and go home and come back and play Call of Duty and then go to work and then come, <laughs> and come back. <laughs> and it's like, it, it made me think about the fact, like, when this news all broke, I was super diligent. Like, if anything was coming into this apartment, I'm, I was getting the, the wipes out. We wiping everything down. It was like protocol. And as time has gone on, I have gotten more relaxed where I'm like, eh, I probably can't live on this box too long. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still life-soling around the crib, bro. Like, I got uh, like, flashlights like, in the club. Know, let me just wash my hands after I touch this and mm-hmm. just put this over here in the corner. And it made me think like, maybe I should start being a little bit more diligent um, again, because. Oh, I hate it. Bye, bye. What's up, BK. <laughs> Brooklyn in the house. Yeah, see her chilling. That's what's up. That's what's up. People who watch in the video are going to be like, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it just made me think about like, this is all very fragile. Like I'm, I'm not out here doing anything crazy, but like I could always be more safe. That's the message I got from watching this particular episode. I felt like that was a heavy message that was coming through throughout. Like, I just think that is weird that like we have to make decisions like, you know, can I go to this restaurant or can I go see my grandparents or, you know, like, I don't know, something like that. But then there are people out here like going on vacations Mm -hmm. and, partying and at the strip club and you know what I mean like it's yeah. just like yeah God damn, like you really do get penalized for being responsible like mm-hmm. always yeah. it's frustrating because you want to i rather be you, sorry you really haven't seen people yeah. like there's people who haven't seen people and want to see people and things like that but then you just kind of look at the way they move and you're like dude like like i can't mess the way with you it. keep moving like i want to see you i want to come by i want to do this but i can't because I know I'm not moving that way. You every time I talk to you, you're going somewhere. You with somebody, you're in a group of people, you're going in the crowd or something. Like, eh. and that tells me like you probably aren't masking up. You probably aren't washing your hands. Yeah. You probably aren't, you know, social 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 distancing. Uh, um, so it's just like the way that you move in, informs me of how serious you take everything. Yeah, which I would agree with that. To bring it back, and then people circle. come, at, you know, get sick and be like, "I don't know what happened." Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you suck your ass, I just went to lunch. That's wild. You can't even go to lunch. Were you, were you gonna say something though, Tim? No, it was just saying. Shit, bring it back. You can't even go to lunch, bro. You can You never know who went where with somebody and got it, bro. It's just. Yeah. Told yeah. you, I had had this scare at work, man. I had never been so scared. I went to go get, I got tested, dude. I was scared for the, it took, what? It took 24 hours. Yeah, 24 hours for me to get my test back. I was nervous and shit. I ain't even gonna lie. Man, I can imagine. Like, everybody, they, I know a couple of people who've been like, I had to get tested because somebody who I had contact with had it. And like that, man, it's wild. Like, this is just a wild time. It definitely was nerve wracking. And the test trash, yo. Like, <laughs> I just they stabbed you in the brain. Yeah, bro, that's garbage, bro. <laughs> and they swirl, they swirl it on around for a second. Yeah, it's trash, bro. Oh, so wait, when you was watching Hard Knocks, you seen they only hit like just the nostril. Was you pissed <laughs> off? Oh, <laughs> like, what? Do you know what I? It's like, yeah, bro, y'all niggas crapping. That was interesting to me though. Like you have these dudes that like aren't afraid of like CTE or like going across the middle against mm-hmm. James Harrison, but like a needle and a swab in the nose has them terrified. 
That's Tracy Hayward too, sitting there asking all them damn questions. I'm like, bro, you're a corner. Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, like, he he said he had gotten like the no the deep nose one before, so like, I, I get why he would be nervous. Like, man, I had this and the shit wasn't pleasant. So, yeah. but like the people that like they're telling them like I'm just gonna go inside your nostril, like it's okay. And they still like, oh my god, that's invasive. Like, bro, <laughs> chill. Look, that might have been farther up than we knew. Right, I was say Sam got hers, and they only went nostril on hers. Oh, yeah, I know somebody else outside of Ken who said they just they they put that mud all the way up. <laughs> I'm like y'all tripping. probably like aliens, dude. Yeah, bro. For like minutes straight. Man, I don't want that to. I don't want to have to take that test. Um, random yeah. side aside, because we don't have too much left in this episode to talk about. Um, when I was younger, one of the stupid things that I did was stick a sticker up my nose. <laughs> Because uh, the, sti- the sticker glue in the dark. So I wanted to see it glow. <laughs> you thought you was that light skin that your nose can glow a little Rudolph? So I stuck the sticker all the way up and it was glowing. It did do its job. Okay. It came from the, uh, remember them old, like, what was them Lean Cuisine, a little kid uh, TV dinner <laughs> And you stuck a TV dinner joint up your nose? <laughs> and, you might have um, been the outbreak of Corona in the first place. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Passing the shit along. You just incubated for like twenty years. That's- Man, listen, I had to go to the doctor. My mom, had, my mom was pissed because she had to come home from work. My uncle called her like Camille got a sticker up her nose, and she and had she, to pay that copay. And he she, was, was, she was like, she was like, get it out. He's like, it won't come out. She stuck it up there, so she had to come home to the doctor. And to get it out, they had to they had to take like this uh, syringe thing. They just kept pushing it up, and they were like, it's gonna come. And they're like, it's gonna. Yeah, no, they did not pull it out. It was too far up. So they had no, to push they, it. They to make you blow it out, though. They it couldn't come. It didn't come out. Uh-huh. So they had to push it all the way through so that it could come down into my mouth. And they're like, "Now spit it oh, out." Thanks. And of course, me being a stupid kid, I swallowed it. Oh <laughs> 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 So yeah, uh, I don't want nothing else up my nose. That's that's the that's point of this story. Wild. <laughs> I don't yeah, want anything wild. else up my nose. I How learned my lesson. You- do you think about the times that you could have died? You could have died from a sticker. <laughs> from a sticker. A sticker could have stick. took you out, bro, glowing in the dark and shit. Oh, yeah. That would have been sad. How'd she die? Well, she had a sticker up her nose. <laughs> On the tombstone. I just imagine your mom having to tell that story. Like, Duh, that's embarrassing. Um, look, I was I was little, man. I did that's like I didn't do many stupid things, but that was one of the stupid things that I did. All right? She'd have made up a whole ass lie. She couldn't have told nobody <laughs> that stick up your nose, bro. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also back to hard knocks. Yeah, but yeah, no COVID test. I do not want to be in a position to take that test. Sure. I am traumatized. Run the free, thank God. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Yeah. Uh, wait, quick question for y'all. Like, how mm-hmm. are y'all with needles? Anybody? I don't know. With them, anybody hate them? I hate them. I I am okay with it as long as I don't watch you insert it. Like, if I turn my head and you do it, I'm I'm cool. I just can't keep looking at it. I can't even watch other people get get poked. Really? No. Nope. Well, y'all two I, don't have t- tattoos, do you? Yeah, I but I had to get stabbed many times in the military. Yeah, I got tattoos though. They they pumped us with so much shit. <laughs> okay, Captain America. I was about to say, well, you got the secret serum, bro. Like, we That's why you beat me in them damn flip flops. <laughs> you got oh, the Captain shit. <laughs> no, I hated it every time. As long as I don't see how big the needle is, I just like man, just just do it. Okay, just, just like do it. it. They don't bother me that, for some reason. We had the like peanut it. butter shot, bro. That damn needle was like this damn thick and this damn mm-hmm. big. 
Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. He's like, all right, take it. Like I don't like it, but like I also don't, like it. Don't it don't like I see nope. other people be like, oh my god, like noodle. I'm just like, okay. Mm. Hey. Um, like, the so tattoo, I definitely you- watched. Oh yeah, I, I watched the tattoo stuff. For some tattoo doesn't bother me. Um, getting no, blood drawn is different tattoo. to me. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, I can watch I you poke me, but I can't I don't watch you go in me. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. That's real personal. <laughs> Anyways, um, they showed some rookies some love during episode two. They showed once again uh, Dante Dion when he was laughing through all drills, which Tim was. <laughs> talking about bro he was aggravating the hell out of me i'm like bro, giggle all practice bro. all practice he's happy what's wrong with being happy cats like that usually get the nicknames and they usually the one that make us run nigga that's you you know you you know nah, i wasn't i hated running i knew <laughs> no i mean personality wise you well, know sure that's sure yeah i give you the energy i give you the yes the giggles and the laughs and shit like that you know just a smile bang so, That's my superpower. <laughs> I know you smiled back. See? <laughs> he had to look away to try not to smile. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that's my superpower. So I know. I know I like to bring laughs and shit like that, but that motherfucker there. So he just teaches too much, too many laughs. That was too much. Too much giggling, bro. It was time, bro. We'll be in the middle of the drill. Why are you still giggling? Loud as fuck, too. <laughs> Chasing cats, giggling. <laughs> what? Then they also had showed Rams rookie linebacker, uh, Clay Johnston, who like just wants to be perfect, and I was like, "Dog, you need to lower your expectation a little bit." Like, I hey, perfection don't exist. I mean, chase it. He's Fudge. a seventh round pick. Like, I get it. I get it. You got something shit to prove. You got a chip the, on your shoulder. The fact that he was actually saying like "fudge" and "darn," like I'm like, you ain't gonna make it, bro. Dag like, now. Like, <laughs> hey, I was like, Philip Rivers is the same nigga. He just replaced him. <laughs> he went the cameras on. That nigga be cussing. <laughs> I'm with the old and with the new. No, fudge now. <laughs> He keeping the Philip Rivers uh, fudge record alive, fam. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, darn. <laughs> I, don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce old boy's name. Um, I think he was a corner. Linebacker. Oh, linebacker, yeah. Uh, Which one? I don't know. Double O. What was he doing? Yeah, double O. We'll call him that, double O. He pretty much was just kind of giving him some advice. Like you said, he came to him and asked him, like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to be perfect. How do you be perfect? And he was pretty much like repetition. He was like, but at the same time, not – He's like, every NFL game got mistakes. And I was like, I had to think about it. I was like, yeah, bonus times, lead, touchdowns, shit like that. Like, if every game was perfect, you wouldn't get no scores. You know what I'm saying? Right. Honestly, it would be weird. I don't know. But um, he's like, so just keep playing through that shit and just brush it off because, you know, you just got to keep making plays and do better. And I was like, I mean, that's about as cutting the best advice that he can give him. Like, as a seventh round pick, bro, you're going to make mistakes. Don't try to be perfect. Yeah. Just play through it. Just keep on busting your ass and you'll, you'll get there. Yeah. And episode two. Oh, you gonna say something else? I was just gonna say people focus on the potential for failure and it's like it's gonna happen. Like just be prepared to pivot from it. Like what you yeah. what you do after you fail is the most important thing. Absolutely is going to happen. Either you learn from it or you crumbled from it. That's a word. That's a sign. Oh, yeah, we need to offer it. We need to offer that <laughs> Everybody buy you. <laughs> And then they just showed this episode had a lot more uh, because they're able to do a little bit more in training camp. Mm-hmm. So they got to put the, the, the helmets on and hit mm-hmm. a little bit. And mm-hmm. one dude got hit in the balls and all you heard, like they, they made sure to, to highlight that one. Like, man, did y'all have to show this man? Like, he, 
like, yeah, we got him. We got him. <laughs> I was like, damn, I know that. I'm like, That's it. Because either you'll go straight to the ground, or you just go keep on running. <laughs> you got to run it off. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you ain't in the deck, you just go keep on going. You turn the forest up. Like until this shit calm down, I gotta just keep moving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Used to this pain now, just just simmer down. I will yeah, I am glad that I will never understand what that feels like. Mm-hmm. The way y'all talk about it sounds Ooh. like it, it yeah. I don't yeah. It sounds unpleasant. Yeah, at least after childbirth, y'all have a baby. Like we just get in the nuts and that shit hurts. <laughs> like, there's no upside whatsoever. Like. <laughs> Oh, but like yeah. I'm not equating the two in pain, but I'm just saying like if, hey. it's, it's, if it's a unique pain to your uh, gender, to your situation, yeah, that's kicked in the gonads. Hey, mm-hmm. I, looks unpleasant. But yeah, that I mean that pretty much summed up episode two for the most part. Did y'all have anything else y'all wanted to talk about from this one? Uh, one thing I forgot to mention in the first one was uh, the dude that got cut and was pissed about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Anthony Ling almost reacted. Like, when he was like, you <laughs> fucking kidding what? me. He, he kind of stood up like, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> like, like, I heard you, but say that again. <laughs> but I think it's interesting that he wound up liking that from that interaction. He's like, he showed me a little bit of fire. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I was kind of feeling that a little bit. Yeah. Like, we should bring him back. Like, keep him on the list. And, and his uh, his comment about the fact that this season is going to have so much turnover, probably. Like, mm-hmm. if you get cut, it's not the end of the world. Like, just keep working because you might get opportunity again. And I was like, that's real. That's Next cool. man up. Like, that's real. I, which is what I said, like, on a previous episode. Like, if there's any culture that is going to be like, well, you got COVID, sit your ass down. Next guy get in. Like, it's football. So Facts. They said they're carrying 90 dudes per team. I was like, good God. 90? They normally have 90 in training camp. I don't say that. Like ain't, they cut, ain't they cut it down to 80 for this year because of COVID? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but, but I do wonder, like, what really you can show, like, going back to that point from earlier, like, what can you show in walkthroughs? Like, I'd be pissed, too, if I got cut. <laughs> you know, like Drum from stretching, <laughs> like you know, what I mean? like that's all I can show you. Like, I ain't doing no like, routes really. I'm just kind of like jogging the whole time, bro. Like, that's a fact. That's a fact. But I, he must have shown some level of just not getting something mm-hmm. to be cut that early. That's the only thing I can think of. Unless Probably he also playbook. secretly snuck someone in when he wasn't supposed to. Like, oh hey, boy, my, some- hey, my <laughs> young honey dip. <laughs> Oh, she man. better be bad. Like that's all I gotta say. You gotta like, be. Yeah, that pretty much sums up episode two. How did y'all feel about two? Did y'all enjoy that one more than the first, or even two, par, or what? Two got me a lot more excited for football because two started. They started doing they started football, a little bit. and I was yeah. like, mm, okay. And Aaron Donald is a monster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Donald is a monster. Yeah, he is a beast, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got us. <laughs> Like he's like the first defensive tackle I've seen with abs, like clearly defined abs. Like that dude is just like a, a monster. Tank. <laughs> like he is wide as Tony Saragusa, but with abs. Like how the fuck that happened? <laughs> Solid, bro. Solid. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed this one. Like I said, I like hard knocks. Um, so I'm just into tell it. So. Oh, tell us how you. Come on, man. And with that, um, 
No, the only thing I remember from watching Hard Knocks like years ago is like you kind of tend to get um, not attached, but like you you find characters to kind of start rooting for. Mm. And aside from like Dion, like I feel like they haven't really shown like one highlighted one specific guy. Um, And I wonder if that's because they are doing two teams and the fact that the rosters are probably smaller. So they don't have as many people to pick from. But And they don't yeah. have as many action plays to say, like, okay, this guy is flashing right now. Right. They've been doing walkthroughs for weeks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but the is on now, so yeah. we'll see how it goes. But like I said, fun. this episode two, I was way more confused by, like, who's on what team. I agree. It did like, especially, like, the lower level ones, like. <laughs> and especially towards when they started practicing, because they were doing the action shots where they were just split mm-hmm. between the two teams, back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you had to really pay attention and be like, okay, yeah, it's still the Chargers, or it's just the Rams, this is the Chargers. Like, hell, even like the little yellow part on their helmets are kind of similar. Like, that's what they got me saw, once. Yeah. When we saw like, the Rams' uh, new uniform shit, I said they kind of like the chart, like a, a weak version of the Chargers uniforms. And mm-hmm. seeing them together, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I still hate the Rams' uniforms. Do not like. But um, yeah, y'all ready to close out? Indeed. Oh, Brooklyn said, time to go, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) You've been going too long. I need some attention. But no, yeah, we hope you all enjoyed it. Um, This one, as I mentioned earlier, was a little bit longer because we were covering two episodes. But uh, from here on, you probably expect about half of this this length of of a mini pod going forward. For at least for hard knocks. Who knows what might come with the others. But yeah, I see your your face, Eric. I know. I know. But, uh, yeah, we hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, share the show. If you haven't listened to episode 162 yet, make sure y'all do that. This actually was kind of a nice balance because this week was pretty much all basketball, and then we do a little football here. So, you know, you know, hey. But, yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On Twitter, Instagram, and PSN, at Camille Monet, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-O-N-A-E, because... Your mom is fancy. Amen. Uh, at Bucksburner on Twitter. That's how you get. Yeah, damn right. Um, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. Hey, Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z the number three AKA S Catchem AKA Mister Give It. Give me some. Give me some. True. True. Peace out, y'all.